Remembering something I'd been told about lightning hitting the tallest point, I didn't want it to be me. We were still huddled together, heads bowed, my arms thrown protectively around both dogs, when a hand touched my shoulder. My head jerked up to see a man standing over us, dog lead dangling from his hand. You okay? he shouted above the roar of the wind. Heat flooded into my neck and cheeks with embarrassment. I struggled to my feet and found myself looking into the blue eyes of a man in his early thirties. I took a deep, steadying breath, trying to pull my flapping coat together while keeping my balance against the buffeting gusts and Frankie's insistent pulling. A second flash of lightning crackled above us, and we both flinched instinctively. Disjointed thoughts flickered through my mind, one of which was... Why did I have to meet every girl's dream while being found huddled in a heap on the downs with two muddy dogs in the middle of a thunderstorm? Is she yours? I yelled, glancing at the black lab, which was now bounding around the man in delight. Yeah, she ran off. Thanks for stopping her. He seemed reluctant to walk away, and I found myself flipping wildly through possible excuses to keep him talking, but my lips seemed obstinately welded together. I watched helplessly as he clipped the lead to his dog's collar, smiled his thanks, and began to move off along the track. That would have been the end of it, I was sure, except that the rain started then. Huge, shimmering drops that smacked down on and around us like small cannonballs, creating dark splotches on the dry earth where they fell. The man turned back in my direction, pulling up the collar of his jacket and bowing his head against the onslaught. As he drew level with Frankie and me, the deluge increased in its ferocity until we couldn't see more than an arm's reach in any direction. It was like standing under a waterfall, and my eyes and mouth and nose were full of it. My sheepskin coat blackened, and my hair was almost immediately reduced to stringy tendrils. We looked at one another, this stranger and I, and started to laugh. He had a lovely laugh, deep and throaty, and even with his short hair flattened against his head and water dripping off the end of his nose, I think I realised he was someone special right there and then. My car's parked over there, he shouted, pointing vaguely in the direction he was heading. Do you want to make a run for shelter? I nodded, and to my complete delight... He took my cold, wet hand in his and pulled me along beside him, the two dogs, tails tucked miserably between their legs, trailing along in our wake. Our breathing became laboured as we ran, increasing with the ferocity of the driving wind and rain. I could feel the blood pounding through my veins, and my fingers, entwined with his, were tingling in a kind of ecstasy that was something akin to pain. We were almost at the car park when the lightning flashed again, illuminating the row of cars hunched in the mist ahead of us. As we drew closer, I could see the sheeting rain bouncing off the sleek metal bodies and puddling on the ground beneath. The plunging drops created a misty upward spray, which was beautiful in its way, but not as wonderful as the feeling of belonging I had to this man I hardly knew, whose dripping fingers were burning holes in my palms. There was an electricity between us, something I'd never experienced before, a connection I couldn't begin to put into words. The rain pummeled our backs, pushing us onwards, 
our steps pounding in perfect unison. And as we neared the car, panting for breath, he looked into my eyes and a tremor of excitement ran through me. He dropped my hand for a moment to reach into his pocket for the car keys. And at that split second, the whole sky lit up with a crackling roar. A shaft of lightning entered my body in a convulsive explosion of white noise. The euphoria I had been feeling vanished as if someone had flicked off a giant switch. There was a searing pain through my shoulders. I watched, entranced, as the stranger's eyes widened in horror. I could smell the sickening stench of burning flesh, and knew with a detached sort of knowledge that it belonged to me. For a split second... I felt as if I was hovering above myself, my earthly body engulfed in an aura of red. Then I shuddered and sank down.